Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day. And if you are new here, hi, I'm Gabby. I'm an online dating coach where I help you transform your confidence to live your best lives inside and outside of relationships. You guys, it all starts from within. And if you do not feel right from within, if you are questioning your self-worth, questioning what you deserve, hit the stand link in my bio or in the episode description. I have a couple different options for you. So I have a one-off session where you can book just a one call for 30 minutes to an hour, whichever one you prefer. And then I also have a write-in option if you're like, Gabby, I just want to write down my problem, see what advice you can give me. I love writing back to you guys. So that's another option. I also have an eight-week transformation program that I have people in right now. So the next one's probably not going to be until February time. So hit the discovery call if you're interested in signing up hit that link now also if you have not done so already and you have been watching this podcast but you've been listening to it on a weekly basis the least that you can do the very small favor that i ask from you in order for me to keep this podcast going is to please hit that subscribe button, turn on your bell notifications so you'll never miss another episode and leave that five-star rating, leave that thumbs up wherever you're watching this. There is some kind of rating system that you can use. Please obviously give me the five stars, okay? Um, Small ask, small favor, but it really does help podcast grow and get more audience. So if you want me to continue doing this, if you want to continue hearing the content, please, 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 do so. Y'all, I really don't have very much to report back on, so we're just going to hop right into the episode. So today we are talking about the fear of abandonment, and I'm not even going to lie, a couple years ago, I didn't really even know what that meant. Like, it kind of like, this, the title of it is kind of self-explanatory, but how does that even show up? What does that even mean? How do you even fix it? I don't really know. I didn't really know too much about it until, my friends... I had gone to my psychic that I go to quite frequently, and not quite frequently, probably a couple times a year, but um, I went to her a couple years back. Look, why am I not finding my husband? Like, what's going on? Why am I not attracting my soulmate? I need, like, please tell me if there's something wrong with me. Please tell me, and that would be great. And then she goes to me very seriously, and she's like, Gabby, you have the fear of abandonment, and it's until you fix that you're not attracting the right people and I was like first of all watch your tone watch how you speak to me okay I am fine all right 
there's nothing wrong with me. Um, but deep down I knew that like obviously something was off, right? Because why am I attracting these people in my life? I'm going to take accountability at some point, but I didn't really know what she was talking about or like what that entailed or how that even showed up in my life. Um, until I started like learning about it and noticing that I have every single symptom of the fear of abandonment. He was like, you know what? You're totally right, but I don't know how to go about fixing this. And so I did a lot, a lot, a lot of work for a while. So I do have like a fast track now. If you are looking to heal this aspect of yourself, please reach out to me. But I want to get into like kind of how to spot it and what even is the fear of abandonment, right? So let's get into it. Let's start from the very top. If you feel like you are in the position right now where you are self-sabotaging your relationships, you're pushing people away, you're causing fights, you feel like someone's going to leave you, you get super anxious about someone rejecting you, you don't feel comfortable in the very early stages of dating because you're just scared that the the person is going to leave you. So you end up in situations where you push them away, try to cause problems to see how far you can push them to get a response or to either get them to leave on their own voluntarily or get them to prove to you that they're going to stay for the long haul. If this sounds like you, please stick around because this episode is for you. If you know a friend that like could use this information, please send this video to a friend because if it's not going to help you, send it to someone that it could help. So from my past and from what I've experienced of like symptoms that I have felt like I'm terrified of feeling any types of closeness in a relationship and when things start to get a little bit serious I would I would end up pushing people away in the past I don't do this so much anymore as a result of that it validated how I was feeling of no one's gonna be able to handle me I'm always too much no one's gonna love me the way that I need to be loved and it it really caused a lot of conflict because really what it stemmed down to is if you're going down the line of like why are you the way that you are it all had to stem from something for me anyway it stemmed from a parental figure that just like wasn't around very often so I internalized that and was like okay maybe not consciously, but subconsciously I internalize this as I can't depend on anyone to stay around ever. In my relationships, the way that that would play out is if I was talking to someone and I really started to like someone, I would feel really close really quickly and then I would do whatever I could to self-sabotage that relationship. And the more that they put up with it, I'm like, okay, I don't, in my head, I'm like, why is this person putting up with this? Like, um, but also it kind of proved to me like, okay, well maybe they won't leave me, but I would do things to make them want to leave me to see how far I could push those buttons. Right. And I think this is a classic case. If you are like causing fights that like should not even be fights they're like so minuscule but you're causing fights just to cause fights just to see how that person's going to respond are they going to walk away are they going to prove to you like the fear that you have deep down that yeah like everyone else leaves that's another person that's leaving um or or are they going to like show up for you like you're hoping the best 
The best case possible scenario is that they stick around, right? But you're also causing this really unhealthy dynamic between you two of just toxicity in the relationship. It's never going to be a healthy relationship that you so desire and want and crave and your soul craves this. But it's never going to be that if you are constantly letting yourself fall into um, self-sabotaging relationships. You're never going to allow yourself to get close to someone if you can't trust anyone. If you can't trust the process, you're never going to get to that next level. This is something that I do help with, by the way. So if this is something that you struggle with, like you are constantly pushing people away, self-sabotaging relationships, causing problems where there doesn't need to be here for you if you need any help with that, I genuinely think that if you do not heal that abandonment wound, it is going to creep up in every single one of your relationships. It could be the healthiest relationship. The person is trying to give you the most love in the world and they could be the perfect partner for you. But if you still feel like you can't trust the process, you can't trust anyone, then it's going to keep showing up for you and you're going to push away what was actually meant to come into your life as a real connection and real love. We move towards what's familiar, not necessarily what's best for us. This allows you to predict the future and it gives you some kind of sense of control that you feel like you need. So if you're stuck right now and you're like, is this me? Maybe it's not me. Here are some symptoms. I'm gonna give you five symptoms of what might show up if you are experiencing the fear of abandonment. And if so, work on healing that to move towards a healthier lifestyle healthier relationship because if you don't fix the things from the past and acknowledge the wounds it's going to cause chaos like i've been saying every single episode it's going to cause chaos in your life in your love life if you love the chaos if you love the ups and downs then by all means like continue down the path that you're going but at some point it does get old and you get tired if you're not sick and tired of being sick and tired then by all means, keep doing what you're doing. But if you're sick and tired of the way things that are panning out for you, it took me a really long time to get to this point where I don't feel like every single person's gonna leave me, where I feel secure in how I'm showing up in relationships. It took me a very long time. And this most recent thing that happened to me um, where someone was showing me their abandonment wounds, I was like, wow, I have grown so much. It was like looking at me from a microscope in someone else because I used to have the same types of behavior where I would cause micro fights and cause tears in the relationship. So I would have a reason to justify leaving and getting out of the, the relationship because I'm like, this must not be for me. If if there's so many problems, this must not be for me. Um, where I was the one causing the problems. Okay. So taking responsibility, I think is like huge, but... Again, you have to be real with yourself. If this is something that you can deal with in your life, then by all means, you probably shouldn't even be listening to this podcast. But if you're like, I'm tired of attracting the same shit. I'm tired of everyone leaving. I'm tired of acting this way. I'm just sick and fucking tired. Let me help you. Okay. But here are some symptoms. Let's get into it. Um, number one, overanalyzing communication, noticing small shifts in their behavior, small shifts in their communication. All I can say is like, yes, I get it. I've been there, done that. And usually I'm pretty accurate, right? 
because I, I sense that someone's pulling away. You can usually sense when someone's pulling away their energy, but it's how you react to it. Are you going to have a fucking meltdown or are you going to let it go and see if things pan out or say something when it's actually bothering you, but saying it in a way where you're not like coming for the other person or trying to start an argument or whatever the case is. If that person, first of all, if you bring up something that you're feeling and that person's not able to soothe the way that you feel and you're coming to them in a very calm and collected manner and they're not able to soothe how you're feeling, that might not be your person because I can guarantee you the right person's gonna be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, didn't realize. Um, I've just been really busy. Like it's, it's really nothing against you. And I still have feelings for you, like giving you the validation. But if it's a constant ongoing thing where you're like, today feels off, what's going on? Today feels off, what's going on? Do you still love me? Do you still care about me? It's going to grow old at some point, but if it's like a here and there, like, hey, I noticed some things feel off, like, is everything okay? Like being able to address things when you need it, but if you need validation every single day from your partner or whoever you're talking to, you probably need a little bit of work in this area. Number two, you're avoiding vulnerability. So you don't want to speak up about your feelings. What I was just saying kind of leads into this as well of like, you don't, you're scared to speak up about how you feel. You don't want to fully be yourself. You don't want to tell them what's wrong because you're scared it might rock the boat a little bit. You're scared they might be mad. You're scared of how they're going to react. So you just keep it and let it boil inside of you of like something feels off but I don't want to say anything because I don't want them to think that I'm insecure I don't want them to think that I constantly need validation from them allowing yourself to speak up when you need to is so important and being able to be vulnerable with your partner of how you feel is so fucking important because the right person for you is gonna listen and they're going to try to make you feel comfortable right like you don't want to be with someone who's like that's fucking dumb that you're dumb you don't want to be with someone like that and if you do I, I'm sorry for you and let's let's maybe fix that oh my god it's five 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 on the door anyway number three you're testing your partner I've kind of already gone over this but if you are testing them you're pushing their buttons you know what is going to make them kind of irritated so you push the buttons try to start micro arguments what you're really doing is trying to look for reassurance that that person is still committed to you. When people are hurt, they need love the most, but they ask for it in the most unloving ways. You start causing arguments to make sure that person is still on board with you. They're not just gonna up and leave whenever they want to because when you do cause arguments, it's an easy out for the other person like, okay, I can't handle this, I'm done, I'm out. So you're trying to push that person to their limits to see how much they're gonna fight back for you. And I can tell you right now, huge symptom, huge sign. But moving on to number four, if you're acting outlandishly jealous and possessive. So if you feel like you can't even have your partner talk to someone else, you can't have them look at someone else, you're scared of what are they doing, who are they talking to, what's really going on here is that you feel threatened by others because you're scared that your person is going to leave you and find something better. Huge, huge, huge in this area, if you're experiencing like a huge amount of like jealousy and possessiveness, they have to be under your microscope because you're scared that that person is going to leave you. I have been here many times. <laughs> more often than I would like to admit but honestly since I've healed my wounds of abandonment I am so secure in myself I'm so secure in the relationships that I do see myself in anyone that I'm talking to I feel very secure in myself I don't even care 
who they're talking to because honestly what it comes down to is that I just feel like I'm the best option and if they don't feel that I'm the best option then kudos to you like you found your person or you don't think that I'm your person then we can both keep it moving we both maybe want different things and that's fine but I feel very secure in who I am because I've healed that part of me I think like a little bit of jealousy or a little bit of like whatever is fine and I think that that's normal if it's getting out of hand like you can't function because you're you're scared of who they're dealing with who they're around probably a really big sign that you have some type of abandonment wound and then number five, attracting the same types of people that you know deep down are not meant for you, but you're willing to entertain them. It's these situationships that I'm talking about. I'm willing to put up with it. I know it's not my person. Deep down, you can subconsciously, you know this. Maybe you don't want to admit it. Maybe you don't want to admit it out loud, but deep down, you know that this person is not the right fit for you. But the thing is, we keep them around, not because we think that maybe it could go somewhere, because deep down we know, but we keep them around because we can predict the outcome. It feels safe. We know deep down that inevitably, the way that this is going to end is that person is either going to leave or I'm going to end up leaving them first. And that is something that I can predict. That is something that I know. And in turn, I feel much safer being in this situation. Again, we don't always go for what's best for us. We go for what's comfortable with us and what we're used to. And what we're used to might not be the most healthy relationship. If the reason why you keep attracting situationships, the reason why you keep attracting these temporary relationships, is it because maybe you have a problem that is deep down that you don't want to address or that you've been refusing to address? And I'm not attacking you because I've been there. I spent like an entire year and a half doing this. If you see yourself in consistent situationships, relationships that you know deep down are not for you, but you're willing to entertain, it's probably something inside that we need to look at. If you feel like you have trouble trusting others and trusting love and intimacy when it's something that you crave the most, if you don't deal with it now, you're in for a lifetime of stress, heartache. You just don't want to deal with that. Maybe I should just speak for myself because I definitely will never put myself in that situation again. And I don't think that you should either because I know that you know deep down that you deserve better. This was something that I have struggled with for the longest time. I'm not joking. My fear of abandonment was keeping me out of relationships. Honestly, I met some pretty fucking great guys that I walked away from because I was not in a place, not in a healed place. Ended up pushing them away. You're doing that thing again where you push people away because you're scared of attracting the right relationships into your life and you're scared of intimacy and you're scared that someone's going to leave you. And you probably have the fear of abandonment like I did. So let's take some time to recognize, reflect on this episode and if you need help, again, the stand link in my bio in the episode description. I'm here for you if you need anything. That is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you all next Tuesday.